Hey, this is Wes from the You Guys podcast, and you're listening to Not Really Just Podcast. Welcome, everybody, back to another hot, hot, spicy episode of the Not Religious Podcast. I'm Blake. I'm Brian. Um, Brian, happiest of New Year's to you. Happy New Year's. We made it. Here it is, 2019, the the year of our Lord. The year of (laughs) Skynet. Skynet. Coming after us. Coming after us. Um, It is now 2019. We're finally through... Part of me is a little relieved that we're through all the really big holidays. Yeah, me too. Towards the end of the year, kind of get back into the uh, the swing of things here and a normal schedule and uh, holidays that don't involve gorging yourself with food. I think well, I'm, Valentine's Day is coming up. It sure is. Yeah. But that's why I have to do a forty day fast leading up to to Valentine's Day. Or you just do a less than forty day fast if you have a birthday, say right. in January that you want to celebrate. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, this week, actually, you know what? Before we get to this week's spicy topic, spicy topic. I've got a praise report. Ooh, a praise, praise Jesus. report. Praise Jesus. Oh, Hold up. Oh, oh. Yep, I got my praise my praise break music. Come on. Oh yeah. On. All right. So Brian, for what my happened? praise report. What happened? Um so here's what happened. So we're moving by the end of this month. I'm okay. gonna let the praise break music yeah, just keep going. This is this is worth it. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Um so for the uh for the end of this month, we're we're planning on moving. Yeah, we're gonna have to buy some appliances. Of course, um, we went to Lowe's today to get a refrigerator. They okay. still had some Black Friday deals that they were doing. So, really? Yeah, it's um, it's a little after. I know. Black Friday. <laughs> I guess they. Uh, but that's how the good Lord works. Yeah. Let me tell you. So we went to go get this fridge. Living right. And yeah, you gotta live right. Um, and we found a. A used one, about two hundred bucks. Used? Yeah. Or clearance. Refurbished. Refurbished. Yeah. Okay. Um, so about two hundred bucks. From the peanut gallery. It's refurbished. <laughs> yeah, it was refurbished. Um, which is my wife, and she's fine. My my wife is not refurbished. Yes, she is. No, my wife is not refurbished. She's <laughs> she's not refurbished. <laughs> anyway, anyway. On topic. Um the uh so we went to go get this this fridge. It's refurbished. And we said, well, it's not the greatest fridge in the world, but let's, you know, this is fine for kind of starting out in this this little starter home deal. So You're not going to be there forever. Not going to be there forever. You know, it's okay. Um, Allie was really wanting a stainless steel one. Of course uh, she did. They had a few of them. Nothing that was uh, really, uh, really going to work money-wise. Right. So... We decided, um, let's get this white one. It'll be fine. Thanks, babe. And then we uh, we went to go uh, check out, and the lady was like, you can come back later on um, later on this afternoon to pick it up if you got someone with a truck that can do it. Um, we said, okay, we'll be back after 530 and um, go back out there after work, 
go up to the uh, the front desk to, to check out. The lady's like, huh, the quantity is showing negative one. How is that possible? <laughs> so, so we're like, huh, okay. What happened was because we didn't pick it up right then, they actually sold that fridge after we bought it. Yeah. So... Negative one. <laughs> Negative one. We sold you one and you one and you one. <laughs> so we were like, oh, okay. Um, so, so they sold the fridge we'd already we'd already bought. Uh, we talked to a very nice gentleman named Derek. Who, Good old uh, Derek. Derek was actually the one who loaded the fridge into oh, the, no, the lady's Derek. truck. And uh, he even tried to soften the blow a little bit and said... Um, if it makes you feel any better, this was a very elderly lady in a wheelchair. No, that does not make me feel and better. To which we said, Screw Derek, her. shut up. You did that. You did this. You're the reason. No. We said, no, it's fine. Um, so here's what Derek did. He was like, look, we messed up. Obviously, you know, these kinds of things are supposed to be like, you know, grab and go as soon as you buy it. You're not supposed to hold them. The lady didn't know that. It sold it to you. Um, we'll give you the money back. Um, and take a look around at some of these fridges and let me see what I can do for you. What you can do for me yeah. is go get Betty wheels a lot over there wheeling around in her kitchen with her new refrigerator and load it on my dang truck, Derek. Freaking Derek. Well, Derek uh, was helping us out. And he was like, I, you know, I can do this one and I can knock it down to this and yada, yada, yada. He's like, or just, you know, there's something else that you like. Let me know. So we found a Frigidaire one that was uh, stainless steel. And we said, Derek, what can you do about this one right here? And a lot bigger. Yeah, a whole lot bigger than that one we were about to get. That other fridge was just a little bit taller than Allie is. Which is four foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Derek looked it up and he said, um, he said, all right, so this is normally an $800 fridge and I can sell it to you for three. So, yep. Pray. Come on. Come on. But then. <laughs> but then. But then. There's more. Oh. So we go to check out, and, mm -hmm. you know, Derek's helping us out, uh, checking us out and everything, and he's and he knocked it down, how much more? To 250 What? Yep. He said just to help out. Just the tax and everything, yeah. So. Man. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a raise it again. Ooh. $800 refrigerator. So we walked out of there, two hundred fifty dollars. Hey, but did you plug it in to make sure it worked? It's brand spanking new. Oh, it's brand new. Brand spanking new. This yep. isn't a refurbished. No, nope, this is not refurbished. So proud Mary, down downtown <laughs> Sumter's rolling around with the refurbished one. That's right. And you guys got that's the right. Brand that's right. Stainless Suck it, Mary. Steel. All right. Praise, that's good. Praise break. And praise report. Yay. I don't know. Uh, Starting the new year. You know what's funny? Right. When I when I looked. Yeah, obviously. When I looked up praise break instrumental music, <laughs> that was number 12 oh. of what appears to be about 20-something. Oh. So I don't know how much more you can do besides. I like it. You could play the Jeopardy theme song. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's awesome. That guy's awesome. Um, I enjoyed it. But yes, so Brian. Kicking that's, off this new year, yeah, that's, that's a good, awesome, that's, right? That's awesome. Yep, that was a that good was a for true you guys. I'm happy for yep, you. Guys. That was a blessing, no doubt. I'm happy for you. Wink, and I guess Allie. <laughs> well, well, this this week, 
that was just mean. Um, we uh, we're going to talk about our opinions on Christian schools, private schools versus public schools, and I more so want to talk about the Christian school rather than the private school, even though they're kind of the same thing. Um, because I I spent my entire uh school career just about with the exception of college right at a at a christian school right um so that being said i've got that experience you have the experience with the public school system i do to which i never attended other than you know when i got to college and it wasn't a christian college so and i had the experience of actually having actually having children who i've put in both systems yep that's right i forgot Yep, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, so I, I spent my days at Sumter Christian School mm-hmm. from first grade. Free advertisement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all the way through graduation. Mm-hmm. I'm talking the whole time I yeah. was there. Even kindergarten. I didn't go to Sumter Christian, but I went to Grace Baptist. Um, Grace Baptist. Grace Baptist was was where I went. So yeah, um, did you find out? Um, I know one time we looked up what denomination that school was. Yeah. Did you ever find that out? Um, for something Christian. Yeah. Baptist. It's Baptist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I think the church associated with it is Sumter Baptist. Is it? I think so. I think that's what it is. Okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure. I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember uh, when you were young, and uh, it was about time for Alec to start going to school. Lee was really pushing hard for the private schools because she was a private school kid. Yeah, she went to a private school. Um. And but it wasn't necessarily a Christian school, right? It wasn't, but there were still Christian things that happened. Yeah, you know, in a lot of private schools, especially in the South, what you have is you had the the private school or charter or whatever. But there's there's also a a huge Southern Christian influence. Like they'll have the Ten Commandments on the wall, or they do the prayer, morning prayer and stuff yeah. like that. So a lot of the, like their mission statements will say founded in you know Christian values and this just like America was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember looking into because I didn't know a lot about your school. Mm-hmm. You were still attending it, um, and we weren't close at the time. Mm-hmm. Like you hated me, and you hated me, right? So we didn't <laughs> talk. Little drummer boy. Yeah, we didn't talk about it or anything. So I remember going to the webpage and it's like specifically saying Catholics are not allowed here. Oh yeah. And I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) And you know, what's funny is there was a girl who was in our class that had spent a majority of her time attending Catholic, a Catholic church. Yeah. And so I think she brought that up several times. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I remember reading that, and I was like, "That doesn't sound too Christian to me." Yeah, very awkward. But anyway, um, what were you saying? Um, I just wanted to hit that. No, I, I just, I, I, I spent the whole time out there, so I didn't even know how things worked, other than 
just what my friends would tell me. Now, did um, you have a lot of friends that went to a lot, public school? A lot. Um, what what uh, percentage of your friends went to Sumter Christian, and what percentage went to? Well, uh, a lot of them, a lot of my friends started out at Sumter Christian, and then at some point had left and went to like middle public school, school, high school. Yeah, middle school, to- high school. That's when they all started transferring over. Um, and even if it wasn't a public school, it was just another private school. Right. Um, and then, you know, when I started getting, uh, um, associated with the church, then kids in the youth group were from public schools and, you know, I'd hear how things went over there. And I mean, it's like night and day. What did you think? Like, what did you think? Like, um, I'm so glad I'm in, uh, in private. No, I'm so glad I'm in. God's school. I hated it. Um, I hated it, but I made the best of it because I knew, well, I've gone here this long. I might as well just finish out here. You know, in ninth grade, I really wanted to leave and not go to a public school, but transfer to, um, to another private school where a lot of my friends went. Um, and not as strict, not, yeah, not near as strict. Uh, but just, the location and I wasn't driving at the yeah. time. So it just would have been too much. I would have had to have gone to summer school to get caught up because I yeah. was behind, you know, I, I'd have to just so I could be in that same class with everyone and, uh, just not worth it. So I yeah. was like, you know what? I'm just going to finish out here. The, um, you said something, uh, very interesting at Bible study last week. Yes. You, you said, uh, because you went to that school, it has uh, ruined your um, your desire to read the Bible. Yes, 100%. Uh, and the reason I say that is because the Bible was looked at as a textbook mm-hmm. rather than a... A spiritual A, a spiritual guide <laughs> yeah. for, you know, um, your day-to-day. It was a textbook. You had to learn... Bible verses, you had to memorize them and you could not even miss one word or it's points off. Yeah. And not only (laughs) to up the ante a little bit, not only did you have to learn the Bible verses in English, but whenever I took Spanish, you had to (laughs) memorize the Bible verses in Spanish. So, um, to which I actually, were you allowed to say Jesus? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No one gave us any, flack for that um but i remember actually cheating on a quiz one time i like i wrote <laughs> the the verse in spanish and then took my sheet and placed over the top of it uh-huh. and more or less was able to kind of trace, trace out it. the word nice. i got caught 25 demerits we had demerits there okay um 150 demerits got you kicked out of the school for every 10 you had to go to det- uh, detention and every 50 suspension so, so when did the demerit start? What grade? Seventh grade. So it started in seventh grade. Yeah. And the demerit you got in seventh grade carried over to. Nope. It was just that school year. Just that school year. That school year. So you could get 140 mm-hmm. every school year. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. And in fact, that's pretty my good. seventh grade year, <laughs> I got 135 demerits by the end of the year. Wow. Mm-hmm. What, um,. What was your you boy keep? liked to scrap fighting? I, I I wigged out on some fellas. What um 
<laughs> your boy like the scratch. Uh, <laughs> what were some things that you got demerits for? Now, uh, now fighting, okay. Obvious, uh, yeah. Obvious, cheating, obvious. Yes. What are some of the um, oh, more ludicrous some, things? I've got some good what ones. All right, so they had a very, very strict dress code. Very strict. Um, to which it... it drastically changed my senior year but you always had to wear starting from seventh grade up had to wear a collared shirt um you had to wear you couldn't wear jeans so it had to be black pants khakis uh you know anything but jeans um had to tuck your shirt in had to wear a belt no jinkos no jinkos baby um and you could not your hair had to be a certain length. It could not touch your collar. It could not touch your eyebrows. It could not touch your ears. What do you um, mean your eye? Oh, like it couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't, couldn't have be, bangs. Yeah, it couldn't be over your so eyebrows. You couldn't have like a a, a bowl cut. <laughs> no. Or or <laughs> or like one of the like a skater. No. Shaved and, and on see, the that's side. what I was into. Was yeah. you know I, I that's when my my music interest peaked with. Blink, Blink One Eighty Two, yeah. and you know uh, all those types of bands. So I had a certain way I wanted to do my hair. Yeah, and frosted tips, it. frosted tips, man. <laughs> um, they did let you do that. I'm surprised you could, you could frost your. You tips, could do that. God, I wish they would have told forbid me not to. Those bangs touch your eyebrows, <laughs> no. son. No, um, I wish they would have said no. You can't do that. Probably would have saved me a lifetime of bad haircuts and bad yeah. hair colors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um. I think I'm trying to make up for it now. Your hair, you have New, nowadays. You have superb hair. Thank you. By the way, thank you. Uh, that's one thing that you get complimented on. Both of us get complimented yeah. on our hair quite often. Yes, but you especially. And my décolleté. And your décolleté. <laughs> Were you allowed to show your décolleté? Uh, no. Um, so you couldn't have like a a button-up shirt that was open. You had to either button it all the way to the top or wear a t-shirt under. it. So I couldn't even show off what I what I was able to rock. Right. So, yeah. So logo tees were out. How oh about, yeah. How no, about a logo not. tee? Well, you had to button it all. Not even time. a hoodie. Um, you, you couldn't, couldn't wear have, a hoodie. You, well, you could wear a hoodie, but you couldn't wear a hoodie with any writing on it, no letters whatsoever, unless it said something to Christian School on it. Oh. Because that's extra money in their pocket. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah, um. That. Did, did you have to wear a certain amount of, or a certain kind of shoes? Uh, no, there was no. Okay, I mean, so you, you couldn't could wear flip flops or anything, but you couldn't wear flip. Couldn't wear flip flops. No, I how mean about, it had to be like shoes. How about Birkenstocks? I think you could wear some Birkenstocks. You could rock I, the Birkenstocks. It seems like I remember some people wearing some Birks. Okay, yeah. but no flip flops. No flip flops. Wow, but yeah. you would get That's the a merits. safety thing. Of course, you get demerits for all oh, yeah. of those for things. violating, and I violated almost single every almost every single one of those. Um, yeah, so there's that um, uh, stuff like talking. Um, at there was one year where they put down new carpet throughout the whole entire school. So after that, there was absolutely no eating and no uh, no sodas or anything allowed in the classrooms. I thought you were um, about to say in the school. No, <laughs> you, but but honestly, yeah, you had to go to the gym or either outside to eat lunch. You know, um, what about the cafeteria? There was no cafeteria. Oh, okay. yeah. There's a there was uh, a to, small little kitchen. To put in perspective, how many kids were in your graduating class? Nine and a half. Nine and a half kids. So <laughs> not a very large school. 
Should I explain the how? No. Okay. We'll I think just it, leave that. I think it being ambiguous is... <laughs> just leave nine and a half. Nine people. and a half. I'm yeah. telling you, nine and a half kids were in my graduating class. I like, I like nine and a half. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people, and when I say a lot of people, maybe 10 that I yeah. can name off mm-hmm. that went to that school um, and maybe graduated from that school. Yeah. Um, of those 10 people... I would say the majority of those 10 people, and this is going, this they probably span from the 80s up at graduating class, mm-hmm. maybe maybe not 80, yeah, maybe early 90s, yeah. um, all the way up into, you know, a little bit after you graduated. Of those people... I would say that the majority of them have stuck to a very uh, conventional, uh, conservative, uh, evangelical, straight line type deal. But Mm -hmm. that's only a hint. And the only reason I know those people is I've met them through like church and, and stuff like that. Give me an idea of of the kids that you went to school with, not just your senior class, but kids that you went to school with, how many of them are, would you say are, are uh, card carrying Christians right now? What, what, what's a percentage that I graduated with? Not, or not, just, just that, that, I knew. that, you know, that went to the school. Cause you know, uh, a lot, I only know about 10 yeah. people. I would you say know a lot more. I would say maybe 10 or 15% of those kids are still still carrying those same values. And I'll tell you why. Um, <sighs> it was so, so very strict. And the way that the Bible was approached and the way that current events was approached really kind of turned a lot of people away. Yeah. Um, so, which is real interesting to me, especially the fact that it's associated with a church. You would think because no matter what church you go to, what you hear is once uh, or the in the demographic region of their church, that's who they're missing. They're missing, you know, the twenty-year-olds, twenty to thirty-year-old, yeah. you know, people. Um, who have become disassociated with the church mm-hmm. and, and they're always like, why, why is this age group? Well, there's one good reason right there is they, they've become so tired of the regiment that by the time they get, you know, old enough to make their own decisions, they don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. So you could actually say that you're doing your children more harm. Oh yeah. <laughs> by they're, sending them absolutely to a Christian school. Yeah, but the perception is, I'm gonna send my kid. I'm gonna shield him from the world, right. from the sin of the world. Were, were, were you guys shielded? No, no. I still saw everything that everything. I was trying to be, you know, out of. And I mean, you know, God bless my mom for. Her, I mean, both my my parents' intentions for. I I know their intentions were good, but. You know, I still saw all kind of stuff. You know, I still was exposed to everything that they try to shield you from and keep you away from. And um, which, by the way, I have a hilarious story about the most ridiculous thing that I ever 
uh, got demerits for. Okay. Um, we can come back to it later. All right. I wanted to read to you. Um, this is off of a uh, Christian Academy. Okay. And it's kind of telling parents, um, why should you choose Christian education? And I want to read this to you. And I want to, when I'm done, I want to hear what you have to say. So um, this is in kind of like a bullet format type deal. Christian school graduates are significantly more likely to pray and read scripture both alone and with their spouses and children. The next one. Christian school graduates are more likely to attend religious services. The next one. Christian school graduates donate significantly more money to their church and other charitable organizations. Next one. Christian school graduates give more of their time to volunteer in their congregations, on mission trips, and in relief aid trips. The next one. A recent study shows that religious school graduates, on average, exceeded the SAT college and career readiness benchmark, while public school students, on average, failed to meet the same standard. On average, religious school graduates scored 44 points higher. And I'll get into the math there in a second when right. I come back to critique. <laughs> Since 1974, Christian schools have scored significantly higher than the national norm in every grade level on a national achievement test. On average... I don't miss those, by the way. <laughs> on average, Christian school... Accredited Christian schools require more rigorous, cor rigorous course loads in math, science, English. Science. Languages, civics, social studies, art, music, and Bible than any other program surveyed. Hmm. And the last one, Christian school graduates intend, attended college at a significantly higher rate than the national average, 86% versus 68%. Okay. So let me come back to something on this here, it's it's giving it's comparing the graduates of a Christian school mm -hmm. to public school. Mm -hmm. When I looked up your average Christian school across the nation has a graduating class of thirty two students. That's average. So that's yeah. taken, you know, yours with nine and some have and half. Yeah. So whatever. <laughs> 30-some-odd students. The average public school in America... Goodness. The, the graduating class is around four to 500 students. How many was in your graduating class? 900 and Good something. Lord. Yeah. So, yeah, what you have here... or No, 800 and something. Yeah. 800 and something. Um, what you have here is... Closing time. Yeah. These, uh, <laughs> these percentages are skewed because you have a smaller percent of people in each category. It's, yeah. it's not equal. Right. It's not equal right. whatsoever. So, of course, your numbers are going to be better because you don't have as many people yeah. to bring your score down. It, it doesn't it, – that doesn't hold water to me. Yep. Um, and we already kind of spoke on, you know, it's talking about, 
you're more likely to attend church and yeah. you're more likely to do all this, but you, you and I both can probably say I've seen and you've experienced the exact opposite of that. Yep. Yep. The I, exact opposite. I would say, I mean, the, there's, there's some type of, with, with, I'll tell you this, there's only been a handful of people that I, um, that I went to school with that I can tell you just all just outright said, you know what? I'm, I'm so completely against God and Christianity and I have nothing to do with it. And it's, you know, I don't know what the reasons are. I don't know if it's because of that school or not. Um, but the rest of them more so of just like, you know, they, they still attend church or they, they have a relationship with God, but it's not near as strict and, um, and intense as what they want it to be the whole time that you go there, you know? Um, two of the biggest selling points, um, across the board, with Christian schools is safety yeah, and uh, safety, peer pressure, and academics. Yeah. And with the academics, we've already seen, yeah, of course, you're, you're going to score better because you have less people. Yeah. That, that just makes... Right. That's math, yeah. okay? We, we, <laughs> yeah. Stop trying to get it twisted yeah. because you are. Yeah. Um, I can say uh, we took Alec out of private school because he wasn't being challenged enough the stuff was just way too easy yeah and when we put him in public school such a smart aleck uh (laughs) (laughs) that's my sean connery laugh (laughs) and santa claus that's not what your mother said (laughs) (laughs) when we put him in uh public school it, it, it was so much harder for him like he was behind yeah um, he had to catch up. So yeah. I don't agree with um, private school is ahead of public school in, no. in the curriculum. Oh, and, and I mean, I, I would have had to have gone to summer school to, so I could catch up, and that was with another private school. I mean, it's yeah. I, I can t- I, look. I can go on for days about my um, perfect perfect example. Why I struggle with math so much now is because my seventh grade year when we were supposed to take pre-algebra um the teacher they had uh hired to teach that class quit a week before school started was already out um so in a panic they pulled an english major that uh, a lady that already worked at the school was a like a she was like a kindergarten or a first grade teacher or something. Okay. They pulled her from that and said we need you to teach pre algebra. And she's an English major. Yeah. So she's coming in to teach a seventh grade class hmm. the very start and basics of every math class they're going to take from here on out. Right. We're done with Long division and multiplication right, right. and all that. Well, this is this is getting it, right. this is getting serious. You need to know pre-algebra. She had no clue what was going on. Yeah. She had to ask some of the kids in the class if they could explain. You know, if they picked it up, yeah. you know, and knew what was going on. She had to ask them, "What's the easier way that I can say this?" 
you know. Yeah. And me, I've never been great with math, so that I really didn't. That happen. really messed me up. And then the next year, we had um, a teacher come in. His name was Mr. Volbrek. He was wonderful. He was such a good teacher. One of my favorite I ever had. But that was Algebra One in eighth grade, mm-hmm. and I remember him being like, "You don't, you really don't understand this, do you?" I'm like, no, <laughs> I had to just get by in last year, right? And he said, "So you don't have your basics down?" I said, "No." Right. He said, "Okay, well, I can't go back and teach you all that because I got to teach." Because now I've got to. Yeah. yeah. He was like, "I." Here's what I can do. If you attempt it, I'll give you credit. Um, and I'll give you some extra credit, you know, opportunities. And that way you can keep your grades up at least. I said, okay. So from eighth grade all the way up through 11th grade, because that's he taught all the, all my math classes. Um, that's what I had to do just to pass his class. And I'm talking he was throwing D's. you a, a bone. I, I had to. I had to do extra credit just so I could freaking pass those classes. Yeah. I'm so bad at math um, in general, but that really messed me up. Now, yeah. when it, my senior year came, I started to take pre-calculus. <laughs> so you can only imagine, and a different teacher then. And uh, she was like flabbergasted at <laughs> what <laughs> I had to do the time before. But that was the, fir- the first year that they offered an option you could take pre-calculus or you could take business math. Right. I said, please, God, let me take business math yeah. because that's going to be 2 plus 2 equals 4. Right. And that's what your boy needs. Right. They made me try it and just attempt it just to see where I, what would happen. Yeah. Before the first quarter was over, I already had a 35 in the class. Nice. And so they were like, okay, yeah, we need to switch. <laughs> so. you, might be, you might need to go over Thank here. you, Mr. Volbrecht. If by some chance you happen to ever hear this, mm-hmm. thank you for, <laughs> yeah. for your help. At uh, just let me do a ton of extra credit just so right. I could pass all my math classes. Jeez, yeah, it was I, rough. I think I think there's a huge disparity in in the academics. Yeah, I, I, there's also I, I hate this misconception that um your kids are going to be safer at no, and and what I mean by safe, I mean. Uh, it's going to be devoid of any kind of problems like uh, drug or alcohol use. This yeah. is this is from uh, a uh, a website from a Christian academy that I I found, right. and this is what it says. Simply put, <laughs> that's how it starts. <laughs> Simply put, Christian schools are a safer place for your children to receive an education. We are completely problem. Three. <laughs> Are you now? How can you even say that? Man. Even severe problems like drug and alcohol use. <laughs> they are 100% unlikely to occur oh, good at Lord. such and such Christian Academy. <laughs> Listen, it might not have been as bad as... You know, I mean, I heard stories about some of my friends that went to public school and stuff sure. they would tell me. And yeah. I was like, yeah, that doesn't Kids happen. Joints outside, it doesn't happen whatever. every day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we had some kids that went there that did. Yeah. You know, 
and I, I do remember a drug bust or two that happened at school when they had dogs searching mm. everybody's lockers and searching their cars and stuff. And um, there was one kid in eighth grade. Um, don't remember his name. He liked to draw swastikas on everything. There you he was go. A little strange bird. Anyway, yeah. um, he would come in every day. He sounds like a winner. Yeah. Uh, he had a Sprite bottle that he filled up with uh, vodka vodka every day. Yeah. And, you know, would just sit in the glasses and sleep all the time. Sleep all the time and yeah. draw swastikas. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know whatever happened to that kid. Probably not doing too well. Well, hopefully it is. Hopefully the grace hopefully. of Jesus Christ touched his life. Yeah. And he is a, a believer in preaching the gospel somewhere. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the likelihood of that. Likelihood. Very low. Very low. <laughs> Very low. Very um, low. Yeah. I, there's a there's this common uh, theme with, with Christian schools like that where they're trying to offer and make it seem like this is a safe haven for your kids, um, especially but, your young children. You well, know? What you find a lot, and I'm okay with this, like um, a lot of churches have preschools. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Oh yeah, that's that's one thing. I'm I'm cool with pre kindergarten, maybe even. Uh, no, I'm not okay with kindergarten because normally when you go to a, one of these church preschools, they're not accredited teachers. Yeah. Listen, Lee Lee went to school to be a teacher. She yeah. had to take the state boards and all that. I remember how hard she had to work. To become a freaking teacher, my yeah. mom, gosh, yeah. Yeah. taught for you know decades. Yeah, and I know how hard teachers have to work, and I know that that standard isn't there in maybe not all, but the yeah. majority, at least around here, um, the majority of Christian preschools, yeah. Christian schools, yeah. You don't have that same uh, standard, yeah, and that sucks. But I'm o- I'm okay. I sent uh, both Alec and Avery. I sent Lee and I. We no, we it was sent, just you. It was Lee had nothing to nothing do with to that. do with it. Yeah, <laughs> she was absentee parent. <sighs> but uh, did she lose a limb? She did. No, that's amputee. <laughs> oh, excuse so, me. That's okay. Uh, you know, we sent we sent the kids to uh, preschool at churches, and I, I'm cool with that. I, I have no problem with that because basically that's a, a glorified daycare. Yeah. You know, they have yeah. 2K now, two-year-old kindergarten, three-year-old kindergarten, four-year-old kindergarten. That's what they call these things. It's daycare, man. And, <laughs> and I, I, I'm okay. 2K. Yeah, it's called 2K. Um, Why 2K? Why 2K? <laughs> Uh, I'm okay with it as long as they're learning something, you yeah. know, as long as they're just not on Snapchat all day with the kids or, uh, you know, on their phones all, all day long, as long as they're actually doing something productive, I'm okay with the little kids. Right. It's when you start, um, when children reach a developmental stage, when they start learning cognitive, uh, Things that that are going to be so important in their development in the real world. So let's just say that that school I read from, let's just say that they are problem-free, man. Let's just say that there is nothing there. There's no bullying. There's no alcohol. There's no drug. There's no uh, swastika-drawing guys. 
There, you know, there's no problem Donald. whatsoever. That was his name, Donald. Donald. Yeah, he sounds. Like it just a, hit me. He sounds like a Nazi. Yeah, um, <laughs> Nazi let, Donald. Nazi Donald. <laughs> See, let, let's just say that this place exists. Those kids are going to be so screwed up when they hit the real world. Yeah, they cannot live like that. Yeah, and, and if they do, guess what? That's a cult, man. You yeah. you need to go live in a commune and and. That's a cult. Yeah. You know, once they hit the real world, they're going to struggle. And I hate to say it, they're going to, they're not going to turn toward the light. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to get hit hard and they don't, they're not going to have the tools to be able to deal with that. And it's going to go the opposite way. Yeah. So I cannot, I can't, I am not a proponent of, I'm definitely not a proponent of Christian schools. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the big arguments is, well, kids, you know, don't get fed a lot because they're only in church a couple hours a day or a couple hours a week. You know, here at the school, at least they're getting fed. But here's the deal. Ugh. no. Because there's the a there, there's a reason yeah. a, a, a 15 and 16 year old kid can't comprehend the same things a 30 year old man can when it comes to spirituality. Yeah. They need it in small doses, just like anything else. They need it in small doses at a time. So it's perfectly fine if the only exposure they're getting is Wednesday night or Sunday or whatever at youth group or young life or w- whatever it is, the trickles of God. Yeah. They need to be there to lay a foundation so that when the kid gets older and he's put into a real-life mature situation, he can fall back on those little things and start putting them together. Yeah. If you bombard them with this crap and shove it down their throat, they don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. They're going to rebel. It's the rebellious spirit. Now, there are some who who are exceptions to the rule, but for the majority of of people here, I think Christian schools are a horrible, horrible idea. I, as a parent, would never send my child to a a Christian school. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Not if you're into And it really needs to be what your intentions are for your kids. Right. So if your intentions are for them to live a godly lifestyle and you want them to be rooted in Christian elements with um, how they approach just life in general, I don't think the best way of doing it is putting them in a Christian school, like you said, you because you get drilled every day Yeah. Um, of, of, of Bible verses, of stories from the Bible. And what's, what's really weird is there were just some classes that – tried to fit in something biblical and Where something Christian and something godly and it didn't make any sense. Yeah. It's like I, I they were forcing it. We're not here for that. You know? <laughs> like it, it Teach me about the Constitution. I, I'm here to learn something uh, that has nothing to do with that. Yeah. I'll get that in my Bible class. Right. You know Teach and, me about the emancipation and even then, proclamation. In your Bible yeah. In that Bible <laughs> class it's there was only one year that I had a Bible class that was more like a discussion type thing. Um, and I remember getting into so many debates with the guy who taught that class because, first off, he thought that playing drums in a church was the worst. 
Um, yes. <laughs> so I'm telling, Woo. I was like, so you're telling me that I'm supposed to listen to this one verse that says, use your gift and talents yeah. um, to glorify God. And you're telling me that I can't do that. Yeah. Uh, why? And he's like, well, obviously because. Um, it makes women shake their the, hips. Right. Well, that's what his argument was. Mm-hmm. He said the beat yep. causes people to do things they wouldn't normally do. Butt stuff. Like dance and, and butt stuff. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, you mean like actually worship in a church setting? Oh. And uh, that probably didn't go over. No, it didn't. Hey, I almost got demerits for it because yeah. it was disrespect. And that was yeah. something you could get demerits for as well. Well, and that's another thing. Like, as a parent, you're not allowed to have a theological debate with a teacher. Yeah, what do you what do you do as a parent if that school has to exactly line up with what you believe? Yeah, and if it doesn't, and a lot of them. Didn't. Then you're gonna screw that kid up. Yeah, I went to a church that was very charismatic. And in a school that was very in tongues yeah. and a school that was very reserved. So I was all over the place with how I yeah. had to think about things. I was very confused. And then you had instances where we would have almost like a, a, a revival week at the school and they had like night services and things like that. Um, and there was a kid that was in our, one of our classes that, had gotten saved at one of those revivals. And the next day, the teacher, one of the teachers that we had, I'll never forget him. He was so, he was even so far away from what the church believed. Uh, And he was teaching about predestination. Oh, wow. So this kid who just got saved is now starting to question everything because he's like, well, what if I wasn't predestined? What if, what yeah. if I'm not supposed to be right. saved? And What if I didn't make the list? You know what that freaking teacher's argument was? He was like, well, I guess you'll just have to find out. And what? so we were like, so what, do you think that you are going to make it into heaven? He said, I truly believe that I have been destined to... Uh, and we were like, well, why do you think that? Why don't I you just, just have, have to find I out? I just have this feeling inside of me that I will be, uh, when I die, that I will. And we were just like, you're an idiot. You're a freaking idiot. And we tried to get that man fired so bad. <laughs> and they finally did it. They finally did it while we were on our senior trip. They fired the they man. They fired him. And the reason they fired him is because he was the music teacher and there was one kid who was giving him crap one day and he said, you're making this class a living hell. And they fired him because he said that. Ooh. <laughs> All the times that we were like, look, the dude's teaching about predestination. Blasphemy. He's going against everything that y'all believe. What are y'all going to do about it? He's uh, a heretic. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I... I I was doing some research. Do your research. And I found a buttload of s- scandals involving uh, stuff at Christian yeah. academies, Christian schools. And the thing that um, was uh, present in just about all of them was they all tried to cover it up. Yeah. There, there, there's always yeah. a cover-up. you got to you know? protect their reputation. Yeah. There's, a, there's always a cover-up. I just... Uh, I don't I don't even know why... I don't know. I would like to vote as an American to do away with Christian schools. Yeah. 
Like, can we vote on that? Can that be like a, <laughs> can we put that on the next, you know, election? Yeah. Uh, can, can we, we get, propose can we that bill? Can, can we get rid of that? You know, that? what's funny is the story would be twisted up and they would call us like atheists or of course. <laughs> something. We're trying to get rid of Christian education. Yes, we yes. are trying to get yes, rid of it. Yes, we are. We think it's not necessary. You so. know, I, th- I think a, a child, and I've only been doing this parent thing for about 15 years. Um, I think a child learns best by example and by right. key moments in that in that child's life where you can explain things to them rather than uh, relying on a school to ground and root your child in theology and spiritualness and godliness and Christian values. That's a responsibility, I think, that comes from the parent. Yeah. Um, I would much rather help Alec find his way in his spirituality, whatever it may be, um, and give him the freedom to think and choose um, with with help, you know, with direction and and with, you know, advice and, you know, help uh, guide him through making decisions rather than rely on a school system um, whose views might not line up with mine. No one's theology is exactly the same as another person's, so I I highly doubt uh, a Christian school, their theology lines up perfectly with every family that sends their kid there. That's just so dangerous to to rely on that, to say that this is where my kid's going to get their foundation for their spirituality is this school. And I saw that a lot. Like I would go stay at a friend's house or something and, you know, you, you meet their parents and they don't necessarily go to church anywhere, but they send their kid to a Christian school. So they're getting a Christian education and they're having God just thrown at them all day long. And then they go home and it's a different lifestyle over there. Right. Um, I remember going to a few of my friends' houses and opening up the fridge and there might be you know, some beer in there or something. And I was like, Oh no, Oh no, no. Yep. And then, um, or like they would cuss or something like that. I was like, Oh no, this, you know, so-and-so's dad just, <laughs> right. Just cuss. What it, um, so, and, I mean, and what, so here's what happens with yeah. that though, is whenever that, that kid would leave the school or graduate or something like that, they just rebel completely. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone who's ever graduated from there, well, I wouldn't say everybody, a good portion of people who graduated from there went through a rebellious, rebellious. phase right after that, yeah. you know, just because it's like, I put up with this for so well, long. Well, think about that as, a, done. as an adolescent or as a teen. Because here, here's what would happen. You could get in trouble for something if you were, if you were outside of school, you know? I remember what? Yeah. Uh, and I mean it depended on what it was, but like I heard about um a kid who was at the mall one time and he was outside the mall smoking a cigarette and when he got back to school he, he got, got demerits. demerits. Yeah. Because he was because uh, a teacher saw him at the mall outside smoking a cigarette. Wow, yep. dude. Yeah. 
And if <laughs> that's some honestly, commu- communist crap there, I mean, it, it didn't make any sense. So it made you scared to do anything outside of school of too. Think about as a teen, you know, kind of the situation you said. Here you have this regimented holiness being, you know, uh, pushed on you at school, and then you go home, and you know, dad's cussing like a sailor. And, yeah, but still, as a believer. Or, you know, whatever it may be that doesn't line up with the with the school's stuff. I mean, you're getting demerits for smoking outside of school, yeah. yet dad smokes all the time. You yeah. know, something like that. Right. Think about the hypocrisy that that teen must yeah. think. Like, think about that as, you know, they start the realization of you freaking – jerks sent me to this school and you don't even believe what they believe and you made them push this all on me you know what screw everyone well see and and i need to clarify too yeah i need to clarify too i I mean i'm not saying that that drinking and and cussing is a is a sin per se no but but it doesn't line up with that confuses kids especially at a young age where when you go to a christian school it's like don't you dare right cuss ever or you're going to hell or don't you dare drink because you're going to hell. Right, <laughs> like that, that's what you're that's being the, taught yeah. over here so when you go home and your parents are doing it it just confuses the crap out yeah. of you and, but it, as especially if they're believers too you know it's kind of yeah. like i don't understand that's yeah. why i i think they're dangerous man yeah. i think christian schools i it's not I, a bubble you're not you're not really protecting and, and again, if your intentions are to shield your kids or try to keep your kids away for that, I, I get it. I understand. You know, you want the best for your kids, but they're still going to get exposed yeah. to that. I mean, I was still exposed to it. Yeah. Um, it, it found it's, it's going to find its way in one way or another. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's there. And if it doesn't find its way in when they're teens, guess what? The real world exists. It'll, it'll wake them up. The, yeah. Yeah. Uh, unless you, like I said, plan on living like a village scenario with M. Night, M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan with Ding Dong. It's um, <laughs> it, it just so, I think that overwhelmingly Christian schools do more harm than good. Yeah. Overwhelmingly. Yeah, I would say so. Um, and another thing, just to kind of like, just to throw the cherry on top, um, there's a lot of things that I missed out on with my school experience that a lot of my friends got to to do. Uh, things like we didn't have a football team. Right. I mean, you had sports, but it was, you know, it was like soccer, baseball, basketball, right. stuff like that. Um, you didn't have football games that you went to. Right. The, the teams weren't very good. The girls' teams were good. They There were some championships in there they won. So, um, women's – Women's rights. Um, all for it. All for uh, it. So the guys were horrible. Equality. Equality. Um, but, you know, like the fun of like a new school school year, you go to a Friday night football game yeah. with all your friends. Like I, did, I didn't experience Pep that. Rallies. Pep rallies. Pep rallies, yeah. Didn't do that. They did them. They tried to. They weren't very good. Um, and then they just did away with them. How about homecoming stuff? I didn't even know what that was. I was like, well, I don't even know what that means. You had a prom? 
there was no prom. There was a dance. I guess. There's not even a dance. No, Heck can't no. dance. Can't dance. No way. A social was it? What was it? Was it was a banquet. It was called the Junior Senior Banquet. Could you dance? So no, Mm-mm. not at all. Oh my god. Um, dude. you had to. I mean, you could dress up. You could go rent like a prom suit and a prom dress and things like that. Um, but you can't. But the girls had to wear like shawls yeah. over their shoulders because you can't go show their shoulders. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> like there were there, you had food, oh, and then you had someone who like basically preached while you were there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm now sorry, here's dude. here's what. I'm sorry, man. It's. <laughs> It's fine. No, we like, made the best of it though. Here's what my mom did though. She was always like, "Look, I don't think it's right for y'all to have this, and you don't have something like dancing. So, you know, if you want to have some friends over after, y'all can come back here to the house and you know, we'll play, play some music, music in the dance. garage, yeah. and you guys can do right. the electric slide. So that's what we, yeah. So that's what we did. But you have to leave room for Jesus. Um, <laughs> you the two years that I participated in that, my junior and my senior year, you know, it, it was like you go to the banquet and you do that. And once you're done with that, the real fun was after. And a lot of people did that. Yeah. They would either go bowling after or, you know, what whatever it was, whatever you did on top of going to the banquet. That so did, you yeah. had the closest thing to prom that you that's could get. That's just, I, I hate that for you because that's, like a rite of passage in American culture. Yeah. The prom and the football. We, and the, we made the best of it. That we yeah. Good for you for making the we, best we of we it. We tried. You, you almost had to. And if you went there your whole life, just about, which a lot of the people that I, I'd say of the nine and a half people I graduated with, six of them were people that I'm talking from first grade all the way up through graduation. We were all in the same class. So yeah. we became this tight knit family. Um, and we we just learned to make the best of it. Yeah. Um. So if we ever did anything outside of school, like it was just we we could have fun. We still had fun, and even in school, um, even on top of all that, all the rules, the demerits, um, the uh, the banquets, and you know, lack of football games or whatever. Which, by the way, I was the first mascot they ever had. My senior year, I said, nice. I'm going to do it. And boy, did I. Um, <laughs> I was a bear. Um, yeah. We, uh, I had I had moments where I, I really did have fun there. I don't think the education was the best. I don't think the Christian values were the best idea. Um, but I loved the people that I went to school with. I'm still friends with those people. We still keep in contact every now and then. Um and there was even some teachers that I had over there that I that I really learned from. I learned yeah. a lot from them, not only with, you know, your normal education, but with things in my faith, yeah. things like that. And um, well, that brings me to some of my quotes here. I, I reached yes. out and I have some responses from some people okay. who have uh, gone through um, Christian school. And okay. I'll read the first one because it's it's the most positive one. Okay. Um, uh, I went to a Christian school from fourth to eighth grade and loved it. Met my core group of friends who I'm still close with today. My best friend's dad and my dad were the pastors at our church, and the school was at our church. So everything was hunky-dory. 
Hunky Dory? Yes. So Hunky Junky Dory. So this kid's dad and her best friend's dad were the pastors at the church right. at the school where they at the Christian school that they went okay. to. Okay. And I'll let you draw your own conclusions from that. <laughs> um, the next one, the most negative influences in my life <laughs> were from Christian schools. Jeez. There's a good one, though. I, it's kind of both. Um, I feel like going to a Christian school plus being homeschooled did not prepare me for the real world. No, it doesn't. And it was more of a negative experience than positive. When I look back, I can only think of the negative, or the negative is all that's present. Uh, experiences shouldn't be like that. You should draw from the positive first. But I did meet a couple people who were positive influences in my life, like teachers and great role models. Yeah. So that kind of lends itself to right. kind of what you were saying. Uh, another one here. Um, I have two more. There were so many people that I saw abandon their faith or backslide after graduation, me included. And then, um, I think uh, Christian school. I think Christian school is useless if hmm. it does not teach a child to defend their faith. Because in college, we have to. That one's kind of. They probably need to go back to college because their grammar is <laughs> very good. And then that's I, mean, Brian. It is. I, I will <laughs> end on this one. Is I'm so thankful I attended Christian school, not for what I learned in Christian school, but for the people that I met. Okay. So some positives, I'm, I'm along those lines. Yeah. Some negatives, but um. Well, and it's like a it's like a job. Like, it, does anyone ever really find a job that is just like the best? Like, they, they yeah. you know, there's things about it you don't like. There's things you make the best of. Yeah, um, I, I I had plenty of stuff I could tell you I didn't like about that school, but when you when you look at the the um, when you just stand back and look at the whole experience that I had, there's a lot of things that happen in school that I probably wouldn't be the person that I am today had it not happened, you know, um, people that I came in contact with teachers that I had, um, even the prince, I'm friends with the principal from, from that school, uh, on Facebook. Okay. You know, and he, you know, I hear from him every now and then, you know, he'll check in, you know, that's, that's a good thing. That's, that's a, um, that's a positive vibe that I got from there. Um, you know, and then there are some people that I hope I never see again. Right. (laughs) Um, but all in all, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't send my kids to a Christian school. Yeah. It just, cause I want them to be, there's some things they're just going to have to be exposed to, right. to better prepare them for the real world. And I, I think at the end of the day, if you are in a position, whether you're deciding to send your kid to Christian school or not send a kid to Christian school, that means somewhere inside of you, you are a Christian. Yeah, you know, atheists aren't sending their kids to Christian school. Right. Most non-believers aren't hardcore enough to, or most borderline churchgoers aren't hardcore enough to send their kid to Christian school. So if you're already debating the fact that, or debating the issue of should I send my kid to Christian school or not, you should say no because you should be the example and the yeah. leading influence in your child's life, not the school. Yeah. 
and we can't speak from homeschool experience at all. I, no. You weren't homeschooled at all, were you? Oh, no. No. Me no. No, 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 no. But, um, no. oh, my uh, demerits story. Oh, we yeah. Could, we can kind of well, end it on we'll this end one. it on that. Um, the most ridiculous thing that I ever got demerits for. Um, there was an incident. I can't remember which grade I was in. But they had these like double doors that led out of the hallway to the stairs behind the school. Um, just these glass doors. And um, I was hanging out with some friends of mine, lunch or something like that. This little girl comes up to, to go out of those doors. And two of the guys that I was hanging around with stood in front of the doors and would not let her come out. And just blocked her in. And she's like, let me out, let me out. <laughs> Wouldn't do it. They're laughing, whatever. I'm off to the side talking with another buddy of mine, not really paying too much attention. Um, the little girl cries hysterically, runs off. She, Her dad was one of the teachers, one of the high school teachers. Mm-hmm. So she runs to daddy and is crying and telling him, they're, they're being mean, they won't let me through the doors, and this and that and other. And um, so I go back to class, and then I get called over the intercom for me and my buddy Wesley to uh, this. That's the one that I was talking to outside. Mm. Said, uh, "Miss So and So, can you send Blake and Wesley to the office, please?" So we go to the office, go straight to the principal's office, um, and have a sit down with him. He shuts the door. He's talking to us. He's like, "Can you tell me what happened with this little girl?" And we're like, well, I'm not really sure what's what you mean. <laughs> and uh, he's like, well, she reported to one of the teachers that uh, that there were some kids who were blocking her and wouldn't let her come out of the door. And we said, uh, 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 well, that wasn't us. Yeah. And he said, well, she named you and Wesley. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. Um, well, that sounds more like such and such and such and such. Yeah. Like they're they're the ones that were actually in front of that door. Right. Uh and he said, Well, she named you guys personally. Um and <laughs> she said that she she saw you y'all out there and he pulls out the demerits. He pulls out the demerits to show us what he has written on there. Mm. And it's twenty five demerits. Wow. And the reason was gang-related activity oh. was what it was called. <laughs> so not only were we, we falsely accused of being the ones who wouldn't let that little girl through, but gang. it's gang-related activity. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> we got the demerits. Did because, you really? Yeah, yeah, because that little girl named us. Oh, no. But she's the only one that we could name or that she could name. Got demerits for twenty five demerits, Dude, two detentions. Do you know that little girl's name? No, I don't. I was gonna I say you should her. track that chick I'm, down. I'm sure and I can give go her back a piece and, of your mind. And find dude. her a like, find look a here, chick. Yeah, I am not the one that bullied you, but I will bully you now. <laughs> Try to cross through a double doors now. Come on, <laughs> want you to be like a professional body. Builder or She's like a, a roller derby chick, MMA fighter. Yeah. <laughs> so All that's right. my that's my Christian education summed up background. Well, thank God it's over. Yep, I think I'm. I think I turned out okay though. You did. 
despite I, I've heard that. a lot of things about people that graduated from that school, in particular, or another Christian school. Dude, most like, of they're, those people they're, are just weird. They're, they're just weird, weird or awkward. I think I turned out all right. Yeah, the the one the I don't know. You're either weird or awkward, or you're the small percentage of you guys turned out okay. You're either like full-on cult member somewhere or <laughs> weird and awkward. Small percentage of you guys turned out okay. And fun fact, not because she's weird or awkward. She's not. Um, cult member. but And she's not a cult member, but Allie actually went to, to that school. Um, and Christine. Um, at a very young age. Yeah. Uh, I think Allie went from like first to third grade. I remember her from back then. Yeah. I didn't remember her until I'm just waiting for her to board, pop like, out, barge through the door, yeah. be like, no, you don't. But um, I I went back and looked at old yearbooks and found her in there, and I was like, I do remember what her. What if from she back was then. the little girl that blamed you for. Oh, no. 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 This okay. was. We were much older than that. Yeah. So they went there too? Yeah. Explains a did. lot. I think Christine only went for like a year, but Allie was there for like two or three explains a lot but anyway anyway so uh what you listening to um i what did i say oh uh the classic crime yeah 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 yeah. um this song is numerical 5805 that's right is there is there significance to those numbers i don't know if there is maybe it's a pin number maybe it's their atm pin number it could be i need to go i need to look that up yeah it could be something satanic. I doubt it. <laughs> um, they're uh, no I, they're just, summoning spirits up in yeah, this place. I'm pretty sure they're. Well, let's take a listen to 5805 and see if you guys think it sounds satanic. Satanic vibes all day long. Get behind me, Devil. I like that. Old circus sounding type thing. Go check them out. Uh, what do you got? 5808. What, what do you got going on? All right. Um, it's a new year. It's a new year. However, this is far from a new song. But <laughs> I um, I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and I found an article um, from Alternative Press that said it was called uh, 15 thing, or 14 Things We've Learned from Blink-182's... Did you share that? Yeah. Okay. Untitled album. That's right. 15 years later. I, re- I read that. And uh, I was like... Man, that's good. So I read it. And I was like, man, that it, they they mean it. That was that was a monumental album. Yeah. Um. So I went back and you know naturally listened to the whole entire thing over and over and over naturally. again. We got it on vinyl. I Did you listen to it on play. vinyl? Yeah. Oh nice. man, it's great on vinyl too. Um. But the song that I chose from that album 
um, is uh, called Stockholm Syndrome. Nice. So, uh, this is definitely my favorite one. It's got weird time signatures in it, and I'm all into that. So here we go. Stockholm Syndrome by Blank182. <laughs> Instrumental part of the song, but I picked the <laughs> clip out. They did the weird time signature stuff well. They did. Travis Barker is just an incredible drummer. Uh, well, that's um, the main p- reason the why. The main reason. <laughs> um, what I love about that one, that whole, uh, and that song in general is great. It's it's a, it, it's heavy for even back then, mm-hmm. um, especially their stuff. Um, but several reasons why I love that album. Um, it's, to me, it's very timeless. Um that came out in 2003 and a lot of stuff that came out in 2003 sounds like it came out in 2003. Yeah. That does not. Yeah. Um, that whole CD is, is very way ahead of its time. Yeah. Um, and what I also love is they went into that studio to record that album, not writing a single song beforehand. Everything was done on the fly. Um, they would run through it and jam something real quick and, start recording it, add to it, layer on and things like that. And what you wow. got was one of the best albums they ever put out ever. Yeah. So very creative. Very creative. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we say weird time signatures, but it's not just weird. It's just different. I, yeah. I, I don't want to say weird. Yeah. It's still it's in time. Weird. Especially yeah. the intro. If you go back and I wish it would have had the intro. Mm. It's just it's something that when I've gone and Try to play it. It's yeah. so difficult. I have to like really focus on it, and yeah. uh, so that that interests me. Well, someone of your caliber saying that something is difficult definitely <laughs> lends credence to it. No, yeah, no, no. yeah. But when it, you know you go back and listen to even the one the album that came out before that, that was two thousand one. So it was like when pop punk was in its right. heyday. And it sounds like it, you know, and it's very, you know, it's great, but it's it, it's very cookie cutter, and they yeah. took, they took a huge risk. Pansy one, Screamo so. was a lot of yeah. the names, yeah. uh, you know, because 
the screaming wasn't guttural. It was yeah, like just, how you yeah. heard there. It was just yeah. kind of in the you know, yeah, you know, kind of in the back or whatever. Um, it was like how can we how can we mess up our vocal cords? Yeah. in the worst way possible. I I just remember I can't remember who said it, but he he referred to that genre as yeah pansy screamo yeah because there, it's not guttural and you you, not, you go back and listen to live videos of a lot of bands that, that did that back in the day yeah it's horrible yeah, oh yeah definitely so bad it sounds like spongebob yeah <laughs> definitely all right all right Good well stuff. that's it uh Ooh. thank you guys for listening you can go follow us on all the bull crap yep. um we're uh we're on everything. Um, we do have two new platforms that I mentioned to you the other day that we're on now. Two new platforms. On top of all the rest of them. Podbean and can't remember what the other one is anyway. But um, <laughs> anyway, go listen to us on all the stuff. Yeah, like if you have it, an episode suggestion. Because we do sure. episode suggestions. We, we've got a list of stuff we want to talk about. But if you tell us what we to really, talk about. Yeah, we really we want to hear. Yep, yep, absolutely. Greta's done that. Several yeah, people have done some, that. So thank people. you. Yeah. All right, well, any guys, any, yep. any guys, anyway, any guys. guys, we'll catch you guys next week. Yep. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to everybody. Be nice to one another. We're going to Hotlanta this weekend. Hotlanta. Hotlanta. Goodbye. Today's episode is sponsored by AMJ Designs. This company is owned by my good friend Anne-Marie Johansson, and she is truly a master of her craft. AMJ Designs specializes in graphics, logo design, printed advertisements, web design, and much, much more. She just did a ton of stuff for me and Allie's wedding. She designed the Fallen Statues logo, which is the band that we're in. Numerous designs for churches and local businesses, and currently she's working on some stuff for the podcast. But you don't have to take my word for it. Check her out today on Facebook at AMJ Designs for all of her contact info. Again, that's AMJ Designs.